Hey, podcast listener, are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to the Business Strategy for CPAs podcast, where I help you work less and make more. My name is Geraldine Carter. I want to round out this three-part series on time with one more episode on unproductive actions we sometimes take that cost us time so that you might recognize familiar patterns, understand the source of the pattern, and see how you might create a new pattern that is more productive. The two episodes that I did that tie into this one are 180, how to think about time, and 184, how to feel about time. So what am I talking about here? People often ask me, how can I stop procrastinating? Or they ask me, but really they're asking themselves, why, why am I avoiding doing this project? Or how can I not start my day with getting sucked into social media and before I know it, an hour is gone and really I could have used that hour? Why do I distract myself intentionally on purpose when really I don't want to? These are the patterns that I'm talking about. Or maybe for you, they're just tendencies, things that sometimes you default to doing. And it's sort of like a knee-jerk thing, and it's not totally clear to you why you do it, and many of us do it for many different reasons. So assuming that you have tried lots of different things that haven't worked, I have an option for you that ties back to the two episodes on paying attention to your thoughts and your feelings. And what I want you to get out of this episode is to be able to identify what you're doing and what you're not doing. Use what you're doing to help you identify what feeling you might be avoiding and what you are thinking, what thoughts you have that drive the feeling that you want to avoid so that you can see how this sort of one, two, three pattern is leading directly to outcomes you actually don't want. So that instead, you can get better at choosing a different path, a different habit, a different pattern that is built on productive thoughts that generate the feeling that you need that will lead you to take the action or actions that will create what you actually desire. So what are some of the actions that we do or don't do that are counterproductive and keep us working against ourselves? So a big one, like I mentioned, is procrastination. Another one is doing small tasks that you know you can successfully complete because somehow it feels way better to get done a bunch of really small, easy things because you know you can check a bunch of things off the list than it does to tackle the big thing that you might not complete and sort of struggle to make any headway on, even though it's 
at the end of the day, a more important project. Somehow those small tasks that we know we can successfully complete are more alluring. And the tendency can be to do those first. Let me just get a bunch of things done. Another one is self-distraction, oftentimes with social media, but there are plenty of ways to distract ourselves, like getting up and walking around the office just to see what's going on or to see if the M&Ms have been replenished or check out how your colleague's vacation went. We do these things knowing that it's not what we're supposed to be doing and that it's not what we need to be doing and it's not really even what we want to be doing. But sometimes it's almost as if a parasite has taken control of our minds and it's the one driving the ship. And like suddenly you're just a witness to your actions, but you're no longer the one who is actually pulling the levers on your arms and your legs. It's like somebody else has taken control. When we do these things, oftentimes we do them because we are avoiding feeling, experiencing a certain emotion. So that audit that's been sitting there on your desk needing some information, you're not sure if you're going to be able to figure it out or how you're going to make it all tie, and you feel this sense of dread because of the thought, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this whole thing tie. It is such a mess. And to get out of the dread, you rise up out of your chair and you take a spin through the office to check the M&M jar. And on the way, you connect with your colleague about her trip, and she had a great time, and she tells you all about it, and you feel happy and connected. And here's the thing. It worked. You feel happy and connected. You've got a handful of M&Ms, and you don't feel dread anymore. That feeling of dread about the audit is now gone which is why we do the things that we do, because it takes care of temporarily the negative emotion that we didn't want to feel. It makes it go away. It's the same for that giant stack of returns. You're not sure if you're going to be able to get it all done before the end of the day, and you feel uneasy and queasy because you had the thought, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to all of these today. And in order to escape the quiz, you start with a warm-up spin through tax Twitter to see who else is in the same boat as you, or maybe even worse off, which has the temporary effect of making you feel better by comparison. It works. For a moment, you get relief from the quiz. Not wanting to experience negative emotions is why we do so much of what we do and why we don't do so many of the things we don't do. There is a lot to unpack here, but I want to keep it simple and accessible. So your only step to get started is to simply get curious about your choices, to simply notice and go, hmm, that's so interesting that I sat down to work on that audit and in a microsecond, I got up and took an office tour. What made me do that? And to get curious without judgment, because the tendency is to get curious and then judge ourselves and beat ourselves up for like, oh, why did I take the office tour? I should have known better. I should never have done that. Now look, you've really created a mess for yourself. Forget it. It's hopeless. Everybody's gone for the day. To do it without judgment and to simply get curious about the feelings that you had right before you did the thing, got up out of the office chair, and the thoughts that flashed through your mind right before you had the feeling. Because here's the thing, when you can understand 
why you make the choices that you make that lead you away from what you actually want to create in your life, in your business. You put yourself on a path to a whole new level of agency in your life where you can stop being at the mercy of these seemingly unknown forces that drive your arms and your legs and sometimes the words that fall out of your mouth that you wish you could reel back in. And with that comes the ability to create the life and the business that you want for yourself. Rather than recreating the reality, you sometimes inadvertently get sucked into recreating because in air quotes, that's just the way that you're wired. When you begin to understand how your thoughts drive your feelings, which lead to your actions, which in aggregate create your results over time, then we can see if the wiring that you've pieced together is actually the wiring that you want. And if it's not, you can choose to update your wiring. And when you can make the desired updates to your wiring so it lines up with and leads you to make choices that you actually want to be making, that is when you shift into a higher gear, enabling you to work less and make more. Because you're making intentional choices that are lined up with and support what you want to create in your business and in your life. So just like with episodes 180 and 184, your only next step is to simply get curious about what you do and what you don't do with regard to your time, without judgment. Be kind to yourselves. As always, there will be more on this topic in upcoming episodes. If you're a new listener and you want to find out about upcoming coaching programs, head on over to my website, shethinksbigcoaching.com, to learn more about how I work with CPAs to help them make great money while getting their time and their lives back. All right, that's it from me. Have a great week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.